This is Dr. Todd. <laughs> this is <laughs> Professor. <laughs> this is the Midnight Eagle Glide. This is Dr. Hedge Off at the Pass. This is, oh my god, Blong! <laughs> it's the Blue Fez. And you are listening to. Unsane Radio. Radio. Thank you very much. Woof. Speaking of going to the dogs. All right, going to the dogs, yeah. Or, spelled backwards, God has spoken. <laughs> ah, all right, so this captivating episode of Unsane Radio Prime is going to be all about the classic movie, Troll 2. All right, we got some air quotes from the Blue Fez and a shaking head, and uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And Dr. Tar actually just left the room. He's <laughs> looking a little green. He's going to Nilbog. Yes. Uh, this is a, I've got to go train the Nilbog. <laughs> this is a film about a family who trades places with another family. So they can go live the country life, and this family can come in and live their urban, suburban life. Um, and so... Uh, During this, the week of the purge. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. So there's a Wrong. daughter who's a teenager, a son who's probably prepubescent or something like that. I don't know, 13, 12, what, I don't know what they say his name, his age is. Um, and then the, the mother and the father. Um, and so they take off. Uh, the girlfriend is all upset because she wants her boyfriend to come alone with them on vacation, but he is too much into his friends. Um, so he magically gets a Winnebago, brings his friends along on vacation, um, and the craziness ensues. Uh, I chose this movie because I actually saw a documentary about it um, before I saw the movie. Go ahead. Fez. Fez. But Gadfly, what about Grandpa Seth? We haven't gotten how, there How yet. could you forget about Got not gotten Grandpa there. Seth? Yeah. But okay. he's he kind of starts this 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 train ride. Okay, just want to make sure we don't forget about Grandpa Seth. You're late. I'm sorry, we had a small mishap. Here are the keys. Um, here are ours. Have a nice stay at Milbog. You in our city. Still telling the same story, Josh? Powers of evil are very strong here. I must leave.
so dizzy. Kids with a sweet tooth like yours love ice cream. Delicious. And purified. <laughs> Dr. Head punchline. What the fuck? Tar punchline. You've been green slimed. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Feather punchline. In the immortal words of Edward D. Wood Jr. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> and a blue fez. Oh, the things I'm going to do with that corn cob. In <laughs> uh, my punchline, my mouth. In <laughs> my punchline is Beetlejuice's sister Rita Juice runs a gang of goblins, and there isn't a fucking troll in sight. All right. So this is a classic film. Like it's classically bad. It's so bad that it has spawned its own conventions. Uh, and like I said, I had watched a uh, where they watch the movie, and they have people who get marked with stickers uh, who are the virgins who've never seen the movie before. Um, the uh, I saw the the. Um, I'd heard about this movie and how terrible it was. And the, the terribleness that everybody talked about was the fact that the little boy pees on the table, which he, he we don't actually see it. We just get it's inferred, you know, which, you know, I thought, OK, right. So that was like the big deal about how why so this movie was so stupid. But there's all kinds of just uh, stories around the making of the movie and stuff like that. There's a lot of other reasons this movie is stupid, so <laughs> we can get into those. Don't let that right, hold right. you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's hear from Doctor Head why this is uh, even worse than a Cyclops movie. <laughs> Makes my stuff look fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That's as what far Professor. As, like, people who've never acted before, their acting is way better than these people who've never acted before and the professional actors. Uh, yeah, I, I I remember watching it and 13 minutes in typing you like, what the fuck are you making me watch? You know, <laughs> like, I'm ready to pull out my card. Like, Jesus Christ, man, why? But then, I don't know if it's because I was really high or, but then it kind of hit me about 45 minutes in. Like, okay, this might be the best movie I've ever seen. You know, I, I understood how no, it, it is so enjoyably bad that you're like, okay, 
because the dialogue is just makes no sense. It's inane. It's horribly acted. The special effects are almost non-existent. It's just ridiculous plotting. Everything about this movie is a catastrophic failure. But in a way, that's what makes it the greatest movie experience you might have that week. So yeah, that was I had <laughs> that, that week. Had, that week. I'm glad you qualified that. <laughs> and I had the Virgin sticker last for that week. hour. <laughs> that was my first time I was deflowered. Well, that was the second time I was deflowered last week. So I, yeah, so there I go. I'll leave it with that. All right. Who was the, Dr. Who, Tar. Who directed this? No, I was just curious. Who directed this? It was, was an Italian director. It was, but right. the name but on the need... directing is not Italian at all. It's like he's, right. there's, he's got a pseudonym and it's he and yeah. his wife who wrote it and directed the whole thing. But and they nope. did like uh, some really other bad movies. I mean, like, what was it? Burial Ground and Ooh, things Burial Ground. along, those, really yeah, creepy, things along those lines. And these guys Mario did like, what, Zombie 3? Didn't they write the script or kind of? Anyway, I'm saying this guy has a history of some pretty bad stuff, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say his name was? Claudio Fracasso. Yeah, but that's not the name that says director. Drake Floyd. Yes, Drake Floyd is the name. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, I like Drake Floyd. (laughs) Drake Floyd. What was the other one? Pick your own asshole? What was it? So what did you Claudio. think? Of, what did you think of this movie, Doctor Tar? No, it was supremely bad. Yeah, but it was there was I don't know there was a charm to it, but it was hard to get through. I mean, it was fun, for maybe like twenty minutes, <laughs> and then it was like okay. But I watched it. I did watch the whole thing. Yeah, I kind of like the, the I watched the documentary though too. Yes, I like watching the documentary afterwards. Yeah. I did too, right back to back. I watch it. We went in. And I watched the documentary right afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I kind of like the movie a little more after seeing the documentary. So. Sure. Yeah. There's a sadness. There's a sadness to the documentary. Kind of creeps in about two thirds the way in for a little bit. That's like, you know, as yeah. things change. So, we'll who was the guy that the crazy guy that they brought in? At, uh... Oh, the run the store, the one who had like just got <laughs> yeah. out of the hospital. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, and the documentary is made by the little kid from the movie, the the son yeah. who's having all yes. the visions, and it's just him kind Growing of up. like revisiting and talking about his experience, how he got the VHS tape when you know for Christmas, and he was like, "This is my movie," and he put it in. And he's like, "Oh my God, what is this?" You know, um, and you know, just didn't want anything to do with it um, after that. The uh, but then they he started seeing there was this weird cult following of the movie um and this is uh, supposed to be a sequel to troll one the original troll yeah sequel but it's it has nothing to do with it whatsoever which has no goblins by the way yes no goblins in troll one no trolls in troll two no trolls and goblins yeah goblins yeah yeah so it's a troll anti-defamation league <laughs> and it really, I think the the thing that I came away with from the documentary was I really liked the the father, you know, the guy who played the father, the dentist. Just yeah. how cool a guy he was, and just how how nice a guy he was. Like they just talked about him, like having, you know, he would get a list of kids each year, and he would just give them free dental work so that they would not, you know, because they couldn't afford it. Um, and then he would play the tooth fairy. At the parades where he'd put on a giant padded fat suit and rollerblades, and he would 
fall over 90% of the time while he was in the parade. Yeah. Wasn't that in the movie? Uh, yeah. Why wasn't that in the movie? Yes. <laughs> that would have been good. You're right. Well, and it's. That, it, that would have been Lynchian. It would have been. We should get a hold of him and have him come on the show. See if he'll you know, Lynchian. <laughs> we probably should. Why not? Yeah. Um, he, yeah. So I, you know, I think that that kind of set me up when I watched Troll Two, um, so that I had a, a much kind of uh, a, a much more of a glow on the, the whole thing. Blue Fez, what did you think about this movie? Oh, 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 oh. those moans of pleasure. Yes, I think. Yes, so. they they are. Oh, I I don't know how this got past me. I I don't know. Um. This this is definitely going into the bad movie night roster here. Um, I, I, I there's there's almost no words for it. I, just this <laughs> alone sets you up for for sheer brilliance. The script, originally titled Goblins, began as a way for director Claudio Fragasso's wife Rosella Drudi to express her frustration with several of her friends becoming vegetarians, which she claimed pissed her off. <laughs> I, I, where do you go with that? You could, you end up with Troll 2, because you know there's that whole vegetarian thing in there, and it's just bonkers, which is really odd, because Deborah Reed, who plays the Goblin Queen, Credence Leonore Gielgud, she's <laughs> hamming it up so much I, there's so much ham in that performance it offsets any vegetarianism that's in the script yeah. right there she was pretty hot <laughs> did anyone else have a boner oh. when she was hamming it up no no I yeah. had a cop I had a corn cop yeah. <laughs> that was my second so did it pop so you, you got, got oh, 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 oh I just mean, a kernel so that that scene with with the pop, RV pop pop when when she's like walking up and she's like acting seductively with a corn cob and I'm I'm sitting there watching this going oh oh whoa whoa where's this where's going? the butter yeah yeah where's the butter and she's gotta fuck this guy with the corn cob isn't she that's where I think this is gonna go but it goes far oh, more yeah. brilliant where they're like on each side of it eating it and there's people offset throwing popcorn at them I at that point yeah. I I, 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 I I filled the I filled my sock at that point. That one and right there. I, I was... they just needed a touch of cream corn then. <laughs> yes, oh. that was what he made. <laughs> and she that do... was. She does look like Beetlejuice's sister, right? You know. She does. Yeah. Well, we should call her yeah. Re- Rita Juice. Rita Juice. <laughs> Rita Juice. And and this guy this guy survives. I'm assuming. Because he's just stuck in an RV full of popcorn at the end. I mean, everybody else kind of... I don't, well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I mean, this oh. guy's... <laughs> don't ruin it. Too late. <laughs> but, um... They're still oh, ruining this. Oh, man. Yeah, don't, I, don't, I, don't, don't ruin it. I want to see the end yet. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, this... Thank you. Thank you for, for sending this my way, because this, this yeah. really... This really made my night. Mrs. Fez was kind of peeking in from the other room, like, "What the hell are you watching?" And I'm like, "I just, yeah, it's, yeah, just, I, I got to be alone with this one." <laughs> so, Feather, what did you think of this one? Well, you know, 
I'm going to pull the lid off of this baby. This was shot in Utah. Yep. This was made, made by a gang of rogue Mormons. Yeah. And even the Italian mafia got in. That's who, was, that's who really wrote this was the Italian mafia because it was a write-off. It came in, and they made this movie. And it's a subverted movie from the first word. You know, green. Think about it. Green. Just don't even, you know, don't just let your mind wander all of a sudden right now. Think green. Yeah. Yeah. That's what (laughs) this movie. You know what happened? The guy who played the kid, um, he's the one that did the the documentary. But before that, um, he got involved in a. The, in the underground comedy Mormon comedy circle in Utah, in in uh, Salt Lake City, literally it, underground, it, they wouldn't let them see yes, the light. Yes, yes, yes. It was called it's called the Salt Belt, and they oh, he he was he was really good until Peter he came belt. up with this final <laughs> joke that pushed him even over the edge, even in the rogue Mormon community. He came out on stage doing an impression of uh, what's what's the, Joseph Smith, uh, but he had the the magic <laughs> the magic underwear on his head <laughs> and the tablets of gold. And, that, and that's it. That's all it took. He was, he was banned. Tablets, yeah. he, he was banned. He moved. He moved to to Idaho and became a red potato farmer. <laughs> And a documentarian, and a documentarian. <laughs> so no, this is a this this movie makes absolutely no sense. None. Um, None. Here's my take on it. In all seriousness, <laughs> <laughs> enough said. No, this this we've talked about this before, and you know, Fez has already said, "Oh yeah, it's good to be on my, yeah movie night." Well, this is a movie <laughs> for a, a group of people. This is not a movie to watch by yourself. Right, because well, because idea. you know the yeah it just doesn't work as well, um, and it is truly horrible. It's a stupid, stupid, stupid movie, um, <laughs> but it would be a fun movie to watch with a bunch of people, you know, um, yep. and you know, and I think that's the appeal. That's what all of these. Oh, let's go to these conventions, and that's it. You know, you're all feeding on the social interaction. You know, it's a theater experience as opposed to sitting in front of your TV or whatever. It's the group. It's the social, you know, experience. And I think that's what kind of appeal because here's a movie that everybody acknowledges is so bad that we can all come and just make fun of it and just have a good time, you know. Um, and then, you know, some some people be fans of the people making this really bad movie. So what is the documentary called? It's about this the worst movie. movie ever made. Or <laughs> yeah, see, no, seriously, yeah. it's not worst. It is best yeah. worst movie. Best worst movie. Best yeah, worst, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I, again, I think that that kind of like uh, framed it for me because I watched that first and I'd never seen Troll too, and I didn't know. Uh, I just happened on the fact that it was on HBO Max, and by the time this episode drops, it will no longer be on uh, HBO Max because it's only it's at the end of this month. It's out of there. Um, but so let's just kind of like talk about what the movie is about. It's the family that goes to Nilbog, right? Which is, oh my God. Goblin spelled backwards. Right. Which he discovers by seeing it in a mirror and it's, okay. Why is the town name a street (laughs) sign? Why is the town name a street sign? Right. 
That's what it is. It just says Nilbog, and it's one of those street signs. It says what street you're on. They get there. There's almost nobody there. What? Nilbog. Nilbog. You know, and they... It's basically these goblins are turning people into vegetation because of vegetarianism, right? What? Wait, there are no trolls. Right, they are goblins. Goblins. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stupid number one. Vegetarian (laughs) goblins, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Dr. Head. Dr. Head, take another edible. (laughs) I think I shall. So when they get there... That's regrettable. You know, the the drama is the kid is haunted by his grandfather uh, and has been before they even leave. He's reading him, like, stories and stuff like that, and he has premonitions about this whole vacation. Um, the, the weird thing is that his grandfather gets banished at one point and then just magically reappears, you know? Um, and uh, so these goblins... Yes. Yeah, these, yeah, these goblins originated from Stonehenge, even though she has, like, a German accent, right? <laughs> like, what? Uh, and so this head goblin, <laughs> who looks like, again, Beetlejuice's sister, um, has a very strange church-like house. Sticks her hand in a crock. Uh, she can wear the... Crack. <laughs> yeah. She can wear that lingerie, though. Yeah. Well, well, and she was she was actually my favorite part of the whole movie. I loved like watching her just go overboard. And then when she loses the makeup and and acts kind of normal, you're like going, ah, "All right, I think she might actually have some chops <laughs> when it comes to acting because <laughs> nobody else did. Everybody, everybody in that movie was so horrific, an actor." It, and do you got to like watch that and go, were they really just trying to make a, a stupid movie? You know what I mean? Like, or did they think they were making something good and serious? I, I don't think you could make a movie that stupid in, in, intentionally. I, it only happens to that level when it's not, when it's trying to not be stupid, I think. Well, I, I saw, um, it was an article that talked about, you know, when this thing jumps on the convention circuit and they were interviewing the actors like uh, Claudio was there and actually got ejected because he was infuriated that people were making fun of the movie. He still considers this a, a, a decent, <laughs> a bona fide movie. Huh. Yeah, that makes it he, even he funnier. Was, he was upset. A bona fide, yes. Claudio delusional. <laughs> it's no barrel ground, that's for sure. I've never seen what's burial grounds. That's another one he made. It's a zombie Bad. movie. So, no, it's a it's a really creepy zombie movie, where these people it's not are the on one vacation. Where in the they, mansion. Yeah, they go to the mansion, and then all the dead start coming back to life. Obviously, but they all look like they're um, dressed in like uh, like Templar peasant, yeah. peasant outfits and stuff like that. But the, but oh. here's the difference: the zombies can use tools. You know, they know how to think, and they work in group in mass, like team up. Um, and they got the creepiest. Mom and son. Yeah, the son looks like he's ever. from Akira. He's like the kid from Akira. The sick kid, Akira. Yeah. He does. And he's breastfeeding he his mom's breast when he's like 16, 18, 20. And I think it, oh how old God. was he when he made the movie? Like, he's old, older. Yeah. I, I like Burial Ground. I mean, it's pretty yeah, gory. It, this sounds like movies. a movie we yeah. should do for an episode. That's way well, better than Nilbox. I don't know. Not possible. Well, differently better. Differently abled. We'll just say that. Yeah, that's a (laughs) 
So I said, I, I, uh, I really uh, ended up enjoying this movie, even though it's horrific. I mean, it's terrible. Um, there's just a certain kind of charm to, to, the, to the horrible stuff. And again, I think the charm was brought on to me by that documentary. Um, just, you know, the, the whole kind of <laughs> weirdness of making it. And I think, you know, uh, those of us who've actually made short films or done any of that kind of stuff, it, it's just always a kind of a weird environment to be on when you're when you're doing that kind of stuff, you know. Um, probably not that weird, um, but I mean, I have worn magic underwear on my head before, so I'm just saying. I know, I know, it's pervasive. It is, and I'm Jerry when I wear them. Not Gadfly. Gadfly would never. <laughs> so you're Jerry actor. Uh, geriatrix. All right. I'd like, to, I'd like to throw in another, uh, another fun fact here. Um, is this about the movie? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, but it's 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 a freaky it's a freaky little fact here. So those of us who grew up in the seventies and uh, were exposed to cable television, uh, especially late night cable television, <laughs> will appreciate this fun fact. The costume designer who was the only person that could speak Italian and English and actually had to translate between the crew <laughs> and the actor is Laura Gemster. Laura Gemster was in the Black Emmanuel series in the Ooh. late 70s and early 80s. So, there she blows! Yeah, let me show you. Knob Goblin. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Knob Nilbogs. Bob Nilbogs. Bob Nilbogs. I would like to take this movie, and every time that the, that green goop shows, just play that you know green slime theme, because you know it just totally reminds you of all that. The, the color, especially cake. the color. Yeah, you know, that, that, and, yeah, sick yeah. yeah. Well, and how the... many cakes did they go through in this movie? How many pieces of cake? Here's a bag of sandwiches you eat them what <laughs> <laughs> if you eat the sandwiches yeah well, so we can eat you that's right well to yeah, get back to, to the famous peeing scene um he plant-based meat they, okay plant-based meat yeah they, they arrive <laughs> at the house they arrive at the house and the kid knows they should not eat the cakes that, that are left for them because because it will turn them grandpa tells Yes, Grandpa tells him. Ghost Grandpa does. Um, and doesn't Ghost Grandpa have a backpack that he ends up giving to the kid then, too, at some oh, point? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His, Ghost his Phantom Fanny Pack. <laughs> <laughs> so in order to keep his uh, family from eating that food and becoming uh, vegetable uh, food for the goblins, he stands up and pees all over the table. But we don't see that. You know, they just kind of allude to it later, which, um, yeah. yeah, which was surprising to me because I'd heard about this infamous scene, a lot about this movie. You know, everybody who had talked about this movie, um, and I'm like, did we just see an edited version? I'm like, yeah, I don't. It wasn't. I was gonna um, say probably an piss Italy, on hospitality. That <laughs> <laughs> was the line. Yeah. Yep. You don't piss on hospitality. Yeah. Why are you tightening your belt? Because I'm hungry. I love that. That's my yeah. only line yeah, that, 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 that I really line. like out of the whole movie. <laughs> That's funny. That, That's yeah. Funny. You don't piss on Go ahead, Tim. Tell him why he tightens a belt. 
when I saw him doing his belt, I thought, oh, Jesus Christ, he's going to piss yeah. on his boy. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, my God. It's a literal pissing competition now. He's going he's to piss on that little boy. That's what I thought. Don't piss on that little boy. Well, his middle name was Hospitality. Hospitality. <laughs> welcome to welcome to hospital. Although, although you you got to give him credit. I mean, outside of like you know starting oh to gosh. flip things off the table or flipping the table itself, that's 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 pretty ingenious. That's that's a good way to just ruin a meal right there. I'm just saying it's it was not one that I would immediately have gone for, but and perfectly logical for the uh, Italian mafia. That's a... <laughs> A piece hey, on my dick. <laughs> a piece on you. <laughs> a piece on you too. You're not going to eat. Yeah. You're not going to eat that a cake. I'm eating cow pizza. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing to the pizza? The what? Gabagool. We ain't got goblins. We got gabagools. Nilbagagools. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final words on Troll 2? See it with your friends. Yeah, see it. Be in a group when you watch it. Oh I think you'll like Tell it me. way better. Yeah. Even if you even if you don't like bad movies, I think if you see it with a group of people who do like bad movies, you'll get into the spirit of it. It'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. It's horribly wonderful. All right. Troll but 2. But if you have nope. multiple personalities, feel free. That's what I did. I'm a Gemini, and so am I. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) We all had a good time. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! You have been listening to Unsaneradio.com. That's where you can get all of our episodes, or you can get them from iTunes. From uh, blueberry, raspberry, and cream and soda. You can get it from Creamed all corn. Creations. Creamed corn. Yes. Unsane Radio. No. <laughs> Unsane Radio at gmail.com. That's where you can write to Dr. Head to complain about all of his uh, um, remarks against me. Um, we're we're going to be in court. Don't worry about it. That's okay. We're going to court. It's okay. Anyway. Unsane Radio is part of the overall Unsane Radio Network. You could also find us at <laughs> farandfeather.com. This is what editing's for. <laughs> oh, you can also find us on Facebook. <laughs> I thought we were going to do that again. Car and Feather Psycho Cinema Facebook page. Car and Feather on Vimeo. 
Go and see our latest episode. If you had the password. Password <laughs> <laughs> is the... Nil Bugs. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's Rita Mark Juice, Rita Juice, juice Rita Rager. Juice. Facebook Heavy Rita Mental Horror Podcast. And We Freaks, a wacky webcomic, also on Facebook, W-E-E-F-R-E-E-K-Z. And Midnight Gadfly will be appearing where? They'll be singing, it ain't easy, eating green. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit I'm Good. <laughs> Kermit Good. Miss Piggy better. I can smoke myself. 